0: Hello, and welcome to Gang Get That, that drink. drink. A Supernatural drinking game podcast. It's a podcast where we uh, recap and play drinking games along with our favorite episodes of our favorite show, Supernatural. <sighs>
1: Supernatural It's the theme song that you wrote for it That's still yep. known to this day
0: <laughs> Yeah, just made it up <laughs> What do we do? We So we make up drinking game rules for an episode We recap it for you We tell you how the rules played out And then we tell you what episode is next And what drinking game rules go with that episode
1: Because time in the gank universe Is a flat circle and we it's will just a flat keep circle. giving you more assignments for more episodes to do.
0: More homework, more drinking <laughs> homework. You know how it is.
1: That's right.
0: But who so, are we who are giving you this homework?
1: Uh Pete Townsend, Keith Moon. No, we're not the Who. That's not us. Uh, I'm Nate no, McQuery. That's not us. Uh, the- Hi, Nate McQuarter. Nate McQuarter of the not Nate McWhorter. I, I I pitched that as a name change for the theater, but it did not take the neighborhood comedy mm-hmm. theater uh, in downtown Mesa, Arizona. And who are you?
0: I'm Chrissy Lenz of the neighborhood da- comedy theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. Nice. Neither one of us got it right this no, week. No, we did not.
1: <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, as I told my workshoppers today, it's OK. It's it just as long as you're having fun, just get up there and have a good time. Yeah, that's all that matters, because then the audience will have a good time with you. So I hope we're doing that on this show. We have a good time. So I hope you in your car or in your living room, hopefully you're not doing the drinking in laundry room, while you're driving, wherever you're at, listening to Gank. I hope you're having a good time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have um, a good time,
1: because today's my episode.
0: It's your episode. It's a, uh, it's a time travel one. Spoiler exciting
1: yeah. we you love the time travel ones doctor who uh people so time travel is near and dear to our hearts
0: at it all is. times
1: along with bill and ted obviously uh and this is season seven episode 12 time after time, time after
0: time. time time after time
1: time after time yeah so uh that is our a great episode
0: pick. a great pick a deep cut i love it
1: yeah, I I was surprised that you didn't know this one off the top when I when I brought it up last episode you were like, "Oh, which one is that?" And I was like, "It's the
0: mm, Took me a minute.
1: It's the one where Jensen Ackles might be one of his best-looking episodes of the whole run. He just He
0: does look good just, in an old-timey uh hat.
1: He wears anytime they put him in one of these like, yeah, these time-traveling episodes, he just looks extra extra extra.
0: Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Jared Padalecki feels left out that all he got to do was the Western wear.
1: He got to do Western wear. Yeah, he didn't really get to do because Dean goes back to, to to does the Nazis and does the submarine and uh-huh. does this. And it's always Dean doing the time travel.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: that is interesting. I wonder if maybe he just wasn't. Maybe he's like, yeah, I'm good. If it could, I'm good.
0: I just want to wear my plaid.
1: I mean, if you send Jared Padalecki back in time, people are going to think that people in the future are giants.
0: Yeah. And that you they have just crazy sideburns. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so, our rules for this episode, for season seven, episode 12, Time After Time, Chrissy. Uh, our first drinking game rule is pop culture reference.
0: Oh, boy. A good one. Yeah. A favorite of mine
1: yeah was a good episode for it. Any uh, anytime we see the red light, Roxanne, we're
0: Put on putting the on the light. red light and
1: we're taking a drink. Any uh, anytime Jody calls the boys, okay. uh, we're taking a drink anytime anytime you notice some good jazz just in the background of the you know music in the background or the the of the soundtrack of the episode some jazz uh, anytime okay. we get quote awesome.
0: Awesome. We're taking a
1: drink. Uh, whenever Dean kind of geeks out, I love good Dean Geek Out moments. So that's the drinking mm-hmm. game rule mm-hmm. for this episode. We're taking a drink anytime we're we're thinking about Bobby. Just drinking for Bobby yeah. in this episode. We just lost him and it's, and everyone's real sad and, and broke up about it. So we're we're mm-hmm. drinking for Bobby. Uh, we're drinking for our BM scenes. Okay. Which there are a, a, a couple. And then we uh, we're taking a shot for uh, for smooch when there's a big old smooch.
0: And and then I had the rule that we're taking a drink anytime something's lost in translation. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, lost in translation. Yeah, that one's up. Sorry, that was off to the side. I'm sorry. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, we get a little little uh, kind of funny moment of oh wait a minute that's not how we we talk now or that's how they talked back then ha, 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 or whatever. There's a someone couple doesn't
0: understand. There. Yeah.
1: Each, each way on that one. And then of course we're always playing the gank rule. Uh, whenever someone says the word gank, we take a drink,
0: take a drink.
1: So uh, a lot of rules, but a lot of them only hit a couple times. There are a couple hero rules in this, but we'll discuss all of that after the recap.
0: Recap baby. It's all recap right. time.
1: Recap time. All right.
0: <laughs> then
1: the then is literally about Leviathans uh, reminding yeah. us who Jody is and that Bobby has died. That is the then.
0: That's the then.
1: <laughs> uh, so I have take a drink because we're thinking about Bobby right at the end of our uh, right at the end of our then. So we get yep. ti- title card and then one of my favorite story features of any story. I sometimes wish we would do this in improv more often. We're starting in the middle. So we're not starting in the beginning of this episode. We're starting already a couple days in, which I love, 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 love. Uh, what is it? There's an actual literary term for that. My mom is going to kick my ass for not thinking of it right now.
0: You um, don't know. I don't know. I don't I know. Don't know it.
1: But I'm going to have to text her and ask her now. and And then she's going to probably give me homework um so uh we start in the middle and ace
0: mom uh, is an english teacher that's why
1: true yes i I guess i should mention that uh so d we basically get the boys in the car and Deeds like all right let's go kill this son of a and then like we get out and we're like ah just another day with the boys they're following something into an alley and uh uh we see the thing they're following is like sucking so we got the, our first red light going on because he's like sucking some sort of red light out of some sap in an alley and we're like oh oh man it's another classic boys caper and like Dean goes after him and then the guy gets a hold of Dean and then poof Dean poof. gone
0: They Dean gone.
1: Dean gone they long uh, gone and so then we get a uh uh that's when we get the title actually I think that's when we get the title card because then it's like supernatural poof uh two days earlier. Uh because yeah, it wasn't title, it was then. Um two days earlier we get the boys driving along and Jody calls. I love the conversation. They're not driving along, they're in a they're in a hotel or something. They're
0: somewhere, yeah. They're somewhere. They're, they're somewhere. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh but they, they get a call and I just love the conversation she has where she's like Oh, does that sound like a tune you boys dance to? And Sam's like, Yeah, that sounds like our kind of number. Like, uh, <laughs> like they're being. They're, any-
0: already, they're already writing this episode <laughs> in a really snappy way.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They're setting it up already. Cause yeah, it's that whole conversation is like not how these characters would normally talk, I don't think. That was funny, uh, that whole conversation. Uh, so. Jody basically says there's uh, bodies that's turned up mummified, but like, like it's like a fresh body, but it's mummified. There's no wrapping. That's what she says. So then the boys decide they're going to mm-hmm. go check it out. Um, they they get to the mummified body, uh, and it's time. though, no, they're headed to Canton, Ohio, by the way, an actual mm-hmm. place. Not always are we put into actual places. Canton, Ohio, home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, oh.
0: that's
1: the, the one thing I know most people would probably know about it. So this is taking place this whole episode in the town of the pro football hall of fame yet zero mention of the pro football hall of fame. Anyway, <laughs>
0: that is a real missed opportunity. For I, the I know, group right. Group. We totally
1: could have had, we could have had been hall of fame weekend. This thing could have been dropping. We could have had guest football players, uh, uh, like old football players as, as guest stars, like totally could have done something here. Um, but yeah, so the the boys they're gonna go and they interview start interviewing witnesses. Uh they interview this one guy who's like kinda like this Stoner dude who lives with his mom. And
0: Yeah, like, he's great.
1: <laughs> he's funny. I'm still so almost surprised I didn't end up trying to I mean, he's like a one-off character, but still I loved it. He's like, I was outside medicating
0: medicating and this
1: guy <laughs> this guy came up and like yeah, so he describes what, what he sees. Of course the you know he already told this to the real cops the uh, they didn't believe him and so that's where we you know, the boys got to this guy. Uh, so uh, this is where then we also get this scene. I love there's so many great setups because we get the scene of the boys like finding the house in the town. To live in, and which I, is like...
0: I thought a lot about the house, because I was like, why are they setting up shop in an abandoned house? And that I remembered it's season seven, so they're not driving baby,
1: right? They and they're not use staying in hotels, cars. right? Because Leviathan are everywhere, so they can't stay anywhere. They gotta like just stay in these. They're yeah, the time where they're staying in a bunch of abandoned houses and stuff, and like trying to avoid. Security cameras and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like several several stretches of the show where that's the case, where they're either being like hunted by law enforcement earlier seasons, or yeah, Leviathan yeah. by this time. Um, and Dick Roman. So, uh, they basically the boys track down the guy that's doing the sucky sucky uh, uh, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with the people. Like they don't waste a whole lot of time. Trying to figure out at this point, at this point, who he is, they just know it's like some sort of Mr. Snyder or something. Is is I think what they get told. So they track him down. This is where then we get to the scene the very beginning uh, where Dean goes poof. So now we're back to basically the beginning of the episode. Dean goes poof, but now we find out that when Dean went poof, he went and he is now in nineteen
0: forty four. Nineteen forty
1: four. And we find this out. The first thing Dean is like, he's you know he's still chasing the guy. And he's got his gun out and then he comes out of the alley and it's 1944. And these cops. And so the
0: street is suddenly populated. It was a dead end, a dead downtown.
1: Mm-hmm. And now
0: it's like hopping and lively and there's people everywhere.
1: That's right. The boys are at war and everybody's out for the night. Uh, and the cops are like, put down the gun. And I'm like, G- gun, that looks like a cannon to you in 1944 the gun that dean has looks like an absolute
0: like it's very modern (laughs) yeah
1: so modern uh yeah it's oh man it's just an interesting but also i was kind of like in 1944 like someone walking around with a gun probably wasn't as big a deal as maybe it but but we think that but that's not true because our pervasive gun culture didn't actually start happening until like the late 70s anyway um so uh yeah, we we got Dean in nineteen forty-four, the cops take him in, uh uh, and then we get actually little so we're gonna basically be going back and forth jumping in time between nineteen forty-four and modern in times. 2012. For the, ch- 2012, yeah, for the chunk of this episode because uh I love the way they construct how the boys like work together to figure mm-hmm. this out through time. They do it so mm-hmm. wonderfully. So um Jody Jody is back on the phone with Sam Sam is like I don't know this thing we were hunting just made him go poof he's gone I need you to can you she's like I can help what can I I got you into this mess and he Sam's like no 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 it's fine and she's like no what can I do and he's like how do you feel about lifting boxes so he sends her to Bobby's place to pick up like what everything was like some storage facility that Bobby yeah
0: has? a storage facility is what she says and it's like what did you tell him to get? Just the boxes labeled "red light poof." That's
1: what I mean. Like I was wondering that too. I'm like, would she grab everything in there? And like he, we all we know this about Bobby. He probably had multiple storage facilities, like mm-hmm. just like John did, just like some of these other guys have had. Like, why wouldn't? Why would the answer be in there, but we don't ask we don't ask those questions.
0: But the answer was in there too.
1: Of course it was. What it would not be in there. So Jody brings over all the boxes and her and Sam start doing the research dance uh, that they would normally be do he'd normally be doing with Dean. So meanwhile, Dean is uh, be in an interrogation room in 1944, not aware yet that it's 1944, which I still don't get how he couldn't be by that point he got put into the back of a cop car Mm -hmm. that would have had to have been so old. He would have, before the point he learns that it's 1944 would have had to clue in to the fact that it's not his time anyway. So it's like the, the first cop, whatever the, the, it's the local cop. That's like kind of grilling him. And is like, you good. This FBI badge is issued 68 years from now. You're not even a good Jerry spy. And, (laughs) And then uh, Dean, like, does the math. I love the moment of Dean doing the math in his head. 44? I'm stuck in 1944? Uh, <laughs> we're all stuck in 1944, pal. Mm, <laughs> such good, such good lines. And, uh, yeah, so we're we're getting Dean interviewed. Then, then comes Ness. So, basically, there's, like, this whole hullabaloo. They do a great job of, like, not revealing who this person is as dean is like still trying to scramble like i don't even know how i got here you're gonna think this sounds crazy and of course uh the guy believes him because turns out that elliot ness is a hunter uh in in this time of course elliot ness famous for the one who went after al capone being Mm -hmm. the the fbi agent who went after capone and uh, they made and the they're movie. hunting
0: the same monster at this time. We're
1: hunting the same monster in different centuries. Yeah. So basically, Ness then spills all the tea he has on the guy. Dean like explaining all the things he knows like he's like it kills in threes the guy. Ness is like it kills in threes. like I already knew that. Um, so they're they're really Dean's trying to bond and have a good like bro moment. Ness still isn't totally a hundred percent sure about Dean. Uh, mm. And I like that he says, we got to get you new clothes. You look like a bindle stiff.
0: You look like a bindle stiff.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So we get, then uh, they go to uh, deed and Ness. And I'm probably going to get all the timing of the back and forth on this wrong. So bear with me on that. But uh,
0: right.
1: I, I tried to write, it's all very tiny scribble scrabble in here. <laughs> uh, Ness, by the way, played by Nicholas Lee. Um, and he's doing a great
0: job he's great job it.
1: he has the look like I just like the whole time I'm watching him I'm like how do you how does someone look like they're from that time and I know makeup and hair and all that but he just like looks like he's from that time
0: yeah like, he no really' one does. looks
1: like that anymore <laughs>
0: like, it's and this episode is full of like just the all the guest stars and co-stars are are top notch
1: oh yeah. Oh, the one who plays Kronos, Jason Doring, awesome. Uh, Linda Darlow playing Ezra Moore, who we're about to meet because uh, Ness and Dean go to the Taylor, which in 1944 the Taylor is ne- uh, is is Ezra Moore, and that is Elliot Ness's Bobby. Right, they are like very obviously drawing the one to one comparison of her being Bobby and Jodie back in modern time. For Sam, obviously Jody kind of filling that Bobby role
0: mm-hmm.
1: here in the direct aftermath of his passing. So uh, right we've, of course-
0: calling him Idjits.
1: Yeah, she calls him Idjits. Like, and it's like right away. Like, I I thought maybe they would save that line, kind of maybe for like the last scene between the two of them. But they were like right away. They're like, nope, this is Bobby. Boom. Here this you is go, our
0: Bobby. This, this is, is our nineteen forty four Bobby.
1: Nineteen forty four Bobby is a seamstress named Ezra, and she don't put up with no crap. Uh, (laughs) So they're like, Ezra, we're chasing this thing. And they like through, through current present time and past time, we all find that this guy has a ring because Sam, like Sam and Dean were already looking at these photos of Kronos. Who's like, he's in this murder and he's in this murder and he's in this murder. This dude is like all over the place, which is kind of where they started figuring time. Um, And then the same thing on Dean's end where they're like, yeah, he's always doing this. And then that's the ring he wore. And that's how they figure out based on the ring that this is Kronos, the god of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get a little bit of explanation from, I believe it's Sam. The thing about the old gods is you can like they don't have much of their power anymore because they got all their power from people believing in them. Uh, but they can actually, like, take people's energy to charge themselves. So we get, like, all that expo- exp- exposition and reminder of mm-hmm. how these old gods work. Because I think we've met one or two of them already. Yeah, we obviously have. Obviously, we have. Yeah, we, we have definitely met some have.
0: Egyptian ones. And we've met some yeah. other, like, Greeky ones. Greek ones,
1: yeah. So, uh, basically, their whole thing is, like, yeah, we know we can probably figure out a way to summon it. There's probably a way to kill it. But then the trick is, how do we do that with getting Sam back at the same time or start getting Dean back at the same time and making sure it all is timed right and goes right and whatever?
0: Because he's got a surf on Kronos back to 2012.
1: Right. It doesn't like I don't get how they thought just summoning him would also bring Dean back. I'm like, in what world would that be the case of what would happen? Like, what? I never got that one. Like they seem to think that was like a line of thinking people would be having. I'm like, no, I figured pretty much Dean would have to like be with the dude to come back. Uh, Or
0: you would have to find a way to summon Dean back individually.
1: Right. Which, how do you do? Yeah. Like that's not going to, definitely not going to happen. So uh, uh, Dean, Dean then kind of realizes this at some point point, like later in the episode where he's like, wait, He's like, if I kill Kronos, if we kill Kronos, because like Dean found a way to kill. I love that Dean finds a way to kill it and Sam finds the way to like get Dean back. That's how this happened. Dean was like, kill, kill, kill. Just find a way to hunt. Just find a way to kill. Not think about how I get back till. Oh, shoot. Wait, if I kill the son of a gun, I'm stuck here. And Ezra's like, uh-huh. you just now thought about that. Uh, yeah. And that's when we got their little smooch scene. Uh, oh, it's not a little that. smooch. There's nothing it's a little about that. Big old smooch.
0: It's a big old ol smooch.
1: smooch. Linda Darlow, get yours. Get it. Get it. I hope you did a couple bad takes just so you could kiss Jensen a little more. Yep. The whole and the whole getting the suit and everything, like you know, and you know, he's like, "I look good." Like it's just, it's yeah. They do, they do that right.
0: Heck all yeah. That
1: right. Uh, they do Jensen right. They do Dean right. Uh um so uh uh at one point uh so we basically uh while ness and dean they're like kind of trying to find out what's going on like who this guy is and and whatnot they go to like his house and at one point they find a ledger that has a bunch of like horse races results and stuff in it and that's when dean realizes uh because ness wondered out loud how does he get all the how does he get all the lettuce for this or all the cabbage Mm -hmm. for this or whatever lettuce how does he how does he get the lettuce to afford this place and dean realizes he's using the biff strategy
0: he's using the biff strategy of our first back to the future reference
1: our yeah in the time travel episode we finally get the the back to the future yeah so he's going through time and uh uh, getting the results of horse races then going back to 1944 or whatever and placing bets on them uh that's when the uh, not the boys i keep wanting to say the boys but it's not it's ness and dean uh and dean. they see like the little um uh, the initials for a bookie that ness knows about uh mm-hmm. and that's he must be playing the place in the bets with they go find the bookie the bookie gives up the location of where this guy might be oh yeah you know he's always at the diner he's he's there practically lives in the joint so they go to the diner uh and they kind of wait but that
0: that scene is brilliant because they do a good cop bad cop where yeah uh, Yeah. dean is like i learned it from watching you and, and he keeps making reference to the movie the untouchables
1: yes dean keeps referencing the untouchables and ness is like what are you talking about Chrissy, have you ever seen the untouchables no i have not either so there's probably a bunch of references in here to the untouchables that i just didn't get that probably we sh- I should have been marking. Uh, I think I'm I marked I know for sure in this like right after the scene when they're like following the guy, when they're following him in the alley and they're about to okay. shoot him and cause he he's about to attack the woman, but then he, you know, he grabs her hand. Um mm-hmm. the the shot of the two of them with the guns, the like sweeping up shot, that I'm pretty sure is from the movie Untouchables. Like straight up stolen or like homage to it. It's uh, an
0: homage.
1: Yeah. I like put, I put that in as a pop culture reference. Cause I was like, I have seen that
0: oh. exact
1: like image, but from the untouchables, I'm pretty sure.
0: Sneaky, sneaky um,
1: Dean. I mean, there's there are like several others, like Dean calling himself agent Costner when he goes to the mm-hmm. house.
0: Yeah. I counted as that term, one. as the
1: termite guy. He's like, Oh yeah. I'm uh, agent Costner. Um, So, yeah, a lot of Untouchables references. We get several Back to the Future references. uh, And there's a few others for my Pop Culture reference was one of the rules. Um, So, uh, yeah, we get... Let's see. Uh, Meanwhile, like, the the weapon that Ezra... I I know I'm, like, jumping around. But Ezra got them the weapon to kill Kronos was, like, an olive branch...
0: Blessed like by Vestal Virgins.
1: Blessed by Vestal Virgins and dipped in the blood of you don't want to know what. Yes, I do. And I'm like, if I'm Dean, I'm like, of course I want to know what. What if I? I don't. What are the odds I'm going to come across a Kronos again? But if we don't kill him, I'm gonna need to know what to dip the olive branch blessed by blessed by Vestal I know. Virgins in.
0: They've had to kill the tick the trickster more than once, so it stands mm-hmm. to reason that maybe they'll have to kill more than one Kronos or more than one uh, you know yeah. ancient Greek god.
1: Yeah. Just give it up, Ezra. Tell us what your secrets are. We want to know.
0: We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know.
1: That's right. So uh, Dean, he like drops Ness off at the guy's house while he's like, I got to go back to the future three this thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He literally says, I got to back. He's like, back to the future three. Uh, And So Dean, that's when Dean goes to the guy's house, says I'm Agent Costner or whatever, and I'm here to give you a termite inspection. And I then goes up to the bedroom and he's in the house where Dean and Sam are staying in the future. And he goes up to the bedroom where Sammy is sleeping. And he like and like carves his name on the on the floorboard, the the, the baseboard Carves Sam's name and then leaves a, a note, uh, all for Sam. And so, of course, and before that, you have the good moment when Sam. So Sam finds it. Then Jody's like, "Go up to sleep. Like I'm putting you to bed. I'm being mom. Go to bed. Uh, get some shut eye." And that's when he goes up and he finds it and he comes back down and you know, she's like, "All right, I warned you." And he's like, "I, I, it's it's Doc. He's in the old West, but we it's Doc. He's life. alive, but he's in the old West. Yeah." So, it's Dean. He's alive. He's in the Old West. He's in 1944, but it's Dean. Um, So, they now know where Dean is. They know at least what year, but they need to figure out what exact date and time. Or they know the day. Because he it's wrote the November fifth. Yep, he wrote the date on the paper, but they need to know the exact time. It is
0: so. a pop culture reference because it's November fifth. Is the date November fifth, nineteen fifty-five? Is the date that Marty McFly goes back to, back to? Oh, of course! Great catch. And today is November fifth, Nate. What? Today is the day we're recording this. What? It will the day won't be the day it comes out. So you're no. not listening to it on November fifth. But we're recording this on November fifth.
1: 2023 you could be listening to it on november 5th 2024 you uh, could be or 1944 and you have somehow gone back a time and still have podcast service i don't yeah. know how that works but good for you <laughs> maybe you downloaded us which thanks for the download uh so uh yeah a great catch i did not i didn't even i saw the date and it didn't even like strike me as like that's the that's the uh the that's the back X to the y. future day back to the future day They're so clever. So they go in Dean's letter to Sam. It says uh, he's he's banging this woman named Lila, Lila, whatever. Lila Uh, Taylor. Lila Taylor. Yeah, Lila Taylor. Uh, So we're going to see if that has anything. So that's when they're like, oh, we got to find this Lila Taylor person who, of course, she just still happens to live in Canton.
0: Of course she does. All these years later.
1: Even though that's, like, the site of where, like, her husband slash lover, whatever he was for her, choked the life out of a guy in front of her eyes. Mm -hmm. She still lives there. Um, So they go to her. She's, of course, like, this very old, uh, older woman, uh, elderly woman. And, you know, she's like, oh, that they show a picture of Kronos. She's like, that's Ethan. And she's like, I haven't seen him since the night the clock stopped. They all stopped at 1134. And that's like, oh, now we know the exact time we need. Thank to. Thank you. Like, that
0: was the exact piece of information how, we needed.
1: How did you know that was the exact bit of information we really needed? Uh, so, yeah, she says he choked up the life out of those poor two, those two officers that came and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, yeah, so we then go back to the present, and that's where the uh, the boys are kind of, or not the boys, gosh dang it, Ness indeed, Ness Jody, has already been have... who's already been caught and jumped by Kronos once, because uh, uh-huh. he's like, I've, I went back to get that hunter that surfed me here and figured you took him, whatever, um, and then uh, so the, the boys go in. Not the boys. Ness and Dean go in, and it's you know we have a kerfuffle. We got we got the kerfuffle going on. Oh, well, it's a kerfuffle. Uh, the they're they're coming after Kronos. Kronos is gonna make a move, but then Ness has Lila and is like pointing the gun at her stomach because she's pregnant. And they're basically like now there's inter- interrogation time, part two. This time we're actually interviewing the baddie instead of the toady. And
0: wait, wait! Did we know that she was pregnant?
1: I don't think we knew. I don't think that was known. That was like kind of like a bomb dropped in that moment.
0: Oh, Is okay.
1: Ness po- pointing the gun at her at her belly.
0: See, I just thought he was being really weird about it.
1: I assumed that was the writers telling us, "Oh yeah, she's pregnant," and that's why he cares so much about being in this time. Why Kronos cares so much about being in this time is that oh. they're actually gonna have a baby or whatever and that's why he keeps doing the thing. so like once again we're getting into our like free will versus destiny kind of debate here because this is a like i mean this guy literally kills three people whenever he wants to travel or whatever but mm-hmm. and they don't really explain how his life he, he says like his life is just traveling through time but it's like are you forced to or are you like thrown through it randomly. Yeah,
0: they, he so he says that uh every so often he gets tossed out of time and then wherever he ends up he has to kill three people to get back to her in Canton in 1944.
1: Right. Which, you know. And he puts it their sacrifices, their sacrifices so that I can be here with you and she then she does not get that um
0: No, she's not she, into it.
1: She's from 1944, hasn't seen supernatural. So she doesn't probably doesn't quite get the whole free will versus destiny debate or that there is one, but that could have been broached anyway. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There could have been diplomacy in this situation, but Kronos starts choking out Dean. uh, And that's when luckily Sam and Jody at the same time are doing the spell to summon Kronos. And it looks like
0: um, I wanted to point out that he has to cut his palm to get blood to write Mm -hmm. the, the, Time and blood, and it's an it's a been a long time. So that used to be one of our favorite rules.
1: Yes, was hand slicing.
0: Mm-hmm. And we haven't yeah, seen we it in a while. Have,
1: not a lot of hand slicing. Yeah, good to see a good hand slice. Yeah. And and uh, you, you know, next episode there will be no bandage. It'll just be perfectly nope. perfectly good and fine. guys no like, their, their palms must be. And I don't think you have to slice your palm. There's probably a better part of your body you could cut to get some blood to draw. Whatever
0: got the back of your hand. You don't use yeah, it as much. Right.
1: Um so they get De- they get Kronos back. They get him back with Dean surfing on him. Ness has the wherewithal to like throw Dean the olive dagger. Right. He calls him untouchable
0: it. too. Yes, hey, untouchable. Mm,
1: good. Good moment. Uh, tosses him the the olive dagger. We get back to real time. We get a little punchy, punchy. With Sam and Kronos, and then Dean and Kronos again, and then and then Sammy takes the the branch in. right through the heart,
0: right through the heart, and you're down goes Blame.
1: Kronos. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, uh, we get that, and then Kronos, as he's dying, he says, "I see your future. I know how you're all gonna die. It's covered in thick black ooze. Thick black ooze. It's everywhere. It's everywhere." End of episode. Another episode that just ends.
0: Just ends.
1: Just ends. Uh, Really abruptly. So abruptly.
0: But it was a great Uh, episode. What a fun episode.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. I like obviously the time travel. But then it's got some, you know, it's got fun little history tidbits, nuggets, Mm -hmm. or like, you know, (laughs) droppings in there. And great then, guest stars,
0: as we said. Uh,
1: amazing guest stars. Um, anytime, anytime we get a chance. I mean, amazing guest stars, and we get a re- great recurring side character, Jody. You know, great way to inst- get Jody into this. this is this our First especially. Jody
0: episode. This is our first Jody episode that we. No, done.
1: this. Oh, that we've done.
0: I yeah. feel like we've done Donna. We haven't done Jody. I
1: feel like we did one Jody at some point okay i i i could be wrong but i feel like we did do one where she either is like maybe it's just like a phone thing or something okay um
0: that could be but we haven't done a jody centric episode
1: no no we have not done it but no not a jody centric where she's like playing and there's a lot of them there's like that's when we talk about doing possibly a season that's just based on characters. That is one that we can mm-hmm. definitely... No, this is her third appearance. So right. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid is her first appearance. And that's one I'm wondering if we did that. Uh, and then season no, six, so. Weekend at Bobby's.
0: We haven't done that one.
1: We have not done that one. Um, we did not do Hello, Cruel World. So this is actually, this is her, not her this is actually her fifth appearance uh did we do slash fiction not yet all right well then no we have this is our first the first jody or i guess I'm, i could look at later seasons that's just nope, didn't do those rocking a hard place nope nope uh, um nope didn't do that one yeah i think you're right think this is
0: our first jody
1: first
0: who's she's one of my favorites
1: oh yeah oh we haven't even done the Joni donna crop one where they're in it together um
0: yeah and they're and their failed backdoor spinoff
1: oh i know the wayward sisters Mm hmm should have been a thing. Uh, we yeah, didn't was even it do was. didn't even do one of the like later later seasons. I don't think anyway. Uh, yeah, so that is that is time after time. Excellent. How did it's, our
0: rules play out? Oh
1: man, this is going to be fun to to compare here uh, for sure. So first one, pop culture references. I only counted eight, and I had there had to have been more. I got eight. Okay. All right. Sweet um red lights i got four i got three three i probably three two because they don't it doesn't red light them on the way back i'm wondering if i wrote that down for some reason um all right uh how many lost in translations did you have
0: five
1: i had four okay okay perfect uh jody calls twice
0: jody calls twice
1: uh I I paid I noticed some jazz three times.
0: I only noticed it once.
1: Once. I am definitely counting the credits at the end.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't get that one.
1: And it's like credits at the end. I think there's like another point. Obviously, like when he gets the suit or whatever.
0: Oh, um, I didn't even notice. I, I was only like noticed when it when suit, he first lands.
1: When he first lands, when he gets the suit and then and then the credits. Uh, I counted. I only picked up three awesomes. I got four. Four. Okay.
0: There's I one that he says can't. really quietly. Awesome.
1: Uh, Dean geeks out twice. I got four. You got four. See, mm-hmm. I didn't even that's my own like rule that I love, and I just didn't even count it. Uh, I counted four times we were drinking for Bobby.
0: I I counted the same.
1: Okay. Uh, one of those is in a BM scene, which is one of yeah. our. I counted two BM scenes.
0: I did two, One between Jody and Sam, and one between, yeah, between Ness, Ness and Dean.
1: Dean. Yep, the, in the car, like which, and both of them are really great. They happen back at the same time because the whole the way the episode is structured, where it's like everything Dean's experiencing in 1944, Sam's experiencing in some way in mm-hmm. 2012, and so Jody and uh, Sam find a bottle of whiskey that rufus had given bobby as part of a lost bet and they have this whole moment of like isn't it weird you just find these little pieces of them after they're gone you're trying to put together a puzzle to find out who they are um and then ness and dean their bm scene is uh sitting in the car talking about why they hunt mm-hmm. he's like he's like that uh, you're was a pansy like, they were turning vamps in cleveland that's when i caught the bug it, it it frees me hunting frees me isn't that why you do it and he's like well i did it because my family did it now I'm not really sure why I do it at all. He's like, "Come on, you Nancy!" He calls him a Nancy. Ugh. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not good for Dean to have someone to like tell him to like. It's not good for him. That's not what he needs. <laughs> it's like he doesn't need this like drunk uh, cop telling him that he needs to be more um out of touch with how he feels yeah that's yeah, true that's that's not a good influence
0: it's a very 1944 sensibility though
1: it was a very nice but that's that's kind of was like i was like oh man dean's gonna take all the wrong things away from this lesson <laughs> He's gonna take, like, he's gonna pick up all the wrong messages i learned it from watching you mm-hmm. uh, <laughs>
0: So, I guess that was a pop culture reference too. I we should have counted that.
1: I thought about counting it. I was like that's such a good pop like good reference. I maybe I did count. I don't know. Um, I didn't. I forget what all ones I what all. I don't always write them all down on pop culture references. I try to. I wrote down I think like I wrote down one and then I it's lost here in the notes somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um bo-doop
0: boo Alright.
1: Uh, and then we have the one big smooch, and then of course. There's gank. two
0: big smooches.
1: Two big smooches.
0: Yeah, she smooches Dean, but then Kronos smooches his lady friend.
1: Oh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two big smooches. And uh and then one gank.
0: Yep, one gank.
1: Dean says I just want to No, I just want to gank this thing. Um yeah. So that was a fun game.
0: I agree. I really enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) How does that inspire awe?
0: How are you filled with awe? Yep.
1: How are you? How are you filled with awe? (laughs) And and he's like, then when he says it to Ezra, "Is this some kind of religious nut?" I don't know. He just keeps saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. The yeah, from the future. There's a black guy who's president. Even the black guy is president. Oh man. And they're just like not impressed by that at all. They're like, okay, no. Nope. They just whatever. breeze right
0: past it. Okay, so do you want to know what's next?
1: I do want to know what's next.
0: Okay. I I don't think you're gonna know this episode. Okay. We're going to season 15. Episode 14. Ho oh. ho ho. Last holiday. Jack is in this episode. It's going to be our first Jack episode. Oh, man. Are you ready for the rules? Yes. Okay. When the bunker creaks and breaks, take a drink. When someone says, language, take a drink. When the bunker beeps and bops take a drink (laughs) when mrs butters makes a smoothie take a drink
1: oh i know this episode now when she
0: when she hands them a lunch sack take a drink when mrs butters calls jack a monster take a drink And when Mrs. Butters is disappointed in the boys, take a drink. Those are our rules. All right. For season 15, episode 14, The Last Holiday.
1: I do recall this episode.
0: Okay, good.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, Uh, we're getting into the holiday season. It's time for us to start thinking about holidays. Some
1: holiday eps. Why not?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you for sticking around to the end with us. We appreciate you so much. Uh, if you want more of Chrissy and Nate, you can, of course, become a member at True Story FM, where you get the episodes one week early uh, with some extra bonus content. We always talk about our lessons learned. Um, And then we have some nice, you know, some chit chat. So if you want more Nate and Chrissy, you can get more Nate and Chrissy. Uh, Just kick us $5 every month. Help us keep this podcast going. Um, And uh, Nate, where can they find us in real life if they want to help keep us going in real life?
1: In real life, if you want to help us keep us going, you can visit the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. For all the uh, dates and times and tickets and all that kind of stuff, you can go to nctphoenix.com. We also do all sorts of workshops and special shows and... um, Holidays. Holidays. And, and, yeah, there's always something going on at the neighborhood. So you can check it all out at nctphoenix.com.
0: That's right. And when you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things... You know the family business. Be sure to keep your gank that drank motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party Party on on, dudes.
1: dudes.